Okay, today's Amud is Chof Zayin Amud Aleph. Hang on tight a little for the first few lines. Uh, just going to be a few lines, but hang on tight. Basically, we have two concepts just to review. Um, we started from the two dots and did a few lines of the fir- of the of the sugi we're going to do today. The question was, when Rabbi Yehuda says and get familiar with these concepts of Ad Bechla Volei Ad Bechla, so I'm going to mention it a couple times in the next in the next few minutes. Ad Bechla Bezras Hashem. Rabbi Yehuda says that one can daven chakras four hours into the day. Gemara asked, does that include the fourth hour, or does it not include the fourth hour? So Gemara said it cannot include the fourth hour. You know why? Because then let's look at the mincha argument. By mincha, Rabbi Yehuda said the latest time to daven was plaga mincha. If you're going to say that it includes plaga mincha, just like it would include the fourth hour, it includes plaga mincha, then it would go till nighttime, including the second half of plaga mincha, which means it just goes till nighttime. So Rabbanon also have that opinion of nighttime. So then there'd be no difference between the Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon. And we want them to have machlekes here, because there clearly was machlekes between them. So if you were to say that Plaga Mincha is Ad Ad Bechlal, that it includes that time, it includes the time of Plaga Mincha, then the Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanon would essentially be saying the same thing. So starting from the top, Elamai, third word on the on the Amud, Elamai must be Ad Veloy Ad Bechlal, must be, it's not including the second time. And that's how you can say that the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yehuda are arguing. Aye, but we have a question on that too. Hang on here. Emma Seifa. Let's talk about the Seifa. We had a machlekes when the latest time daven Musaf is. Vishal Maisifin Kolayoyim. We said Musaf. The Rabbanon said that one can daven Musaf the entire day. But Rabbi Yehuda Aimer Ad Sheva Shais. Rabbi Yehuda says one has seven hours into the day to daven Musaf. Vitanya. And we learned in a brisa how you lefun of shteit filos achas shamos v'achas shemincha. Let's say there's a certain time where one can daven Musaf and Mincha. It's, it's in the zman for both of those filos. One should daven mincha first, a bit of a chiddush, and then should daven mosaf. Why? Which one is more common? Obviously, mincha is mincha we do every day. Mosaf we do once a week, sometimes a couple times a week, depending on if there's a yantar for that week. Either way, mincha is obviously much more frequent. Therefore, the frequent one, tadir tadir kaidim. That's a famous concept. So therefore, mincha comes first, even though. We we only have we don't have much longer for Musaf. Mincha comes first. Rabbi says the opposite. Rabbi says no. One should do Musaf first and then do Mincha. Because Musaf we only have a limited time for according to Rabbi Huda. According to Rabbanon, that say you can daven Musaf the entire day. So then what's the rush? Do Mincha first. But according to Rabbi Huda, you only have seven hours into the day, and Mincha you have a, much, a few hours later even. So then for sure you should daven Mincha first. Make sure you don't miss this man. So, if you're going to say, now, just, now we're just going in Musaf now, if you're going to say it includes the seventh hour, we're talking about Musaf now, if you're going to say that one can daven Musaf up until and including the seventh hour, because he also holds that one can daven Mincha six and a half hours into the day. So therefore we have a half hour where Musaf and Mincha overlap. I hope that was clear. But if we're going to say that we don't include the seventh hour, and therefore Mincha stops at the end of the sixth hour, that's the latest time. I'm sorry, Musaf stops at the end of the sixth hour. Again, the earliest time according to Rabbi Huda Dav Mincha is six and a half hours into the day. If we're going to say that the latest time Dav Musaf is at the end of the sixth hour, then Mincha and Musaf would never overlap. But we just had a case asking a question, what's the din if Mincha and Musaf overlap? So how can you say that? So you have to say that it's Arva Arva and we're including the seventh hour. Even the essay, La, Shel Mincha, Azlo, La, Shel Musafan. 
since Mincha came, then what about Musaf? Musaf is gone already, right? <laughs> you don't get that Musaf anymore. Elamai Arva Arba Chlal must be, it must be that we're including the seventh hour, but before we said, you can't be including the seventh hour, because then Rehuda and the Rabbana will be saying the same thing. Back to our first question. How can Rabbi Yehuda hold Arva Arba Chlal? He must hold Arva Loy Arba Chlal, because otherwise he wouldn't be arguing with the Rabbanan. So Misvar is the high Plaga Bincha Plaga Chorena. So that's not that's not a question. Why not? Because who says that the Rab that 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 they that he holds Plaga Mincha is referring to the second half of Plaga Mincha Kamar Plaga Rishayna Kamar? Maybe it's talking about the first half of Plaga Mincha. In which case it wouldn't go until the night time. In which case we'd be hearing the Rabbanan are arguing Vahachi Kamar. And this is what we're saying. Imas Nafik Plaga Rishayna Vaayel Plaga Chorena Mechi Nafki Yud Al Shais Cheser When does the first part of Plaga Mincha end. And the second part, the last part of Plaga Mincha begin, that's 10 hours and three quarters into the day. So therefore we see that um, at the end of the day, we, we, can, we really say that when Rabbi Yehuda says until Plaga Mincha, it's including Plaga Mincha, but it's including the first half of Plaga Mincha, and therefore he would still have between the second half of Plaga Mincha and the nighttime for him to argue with Rabban. A little confusing, but... Uh, Hope you hung on over there. Side point, we said before that if there's Mus if it's time for Musaf and Mincha, which one we do first? Mincha. Does this ever happen? Like we have in winter Shabbosim, where you know Musaf ends late, Shachris goes late, let's say it's a long davening, and Musaf and O Mincha can override. The times can override. Do we ever daven Mincha first though? We always do Musaf first. So Shulchan Aruch says if someone's davening with a minion, then they should do Musaf first because we don't want to confuse people. A very interesting point. Good, so now we're going to bring a Rai from Masechta's Idias. By the way, all those with ADD, perfect Masechta, because it talks about something else every line. <laughs> anyway, we're going to quote it a little here. We also learned in the Mishnah that Rabbi Huda holds Ad Ba'ad Bechlal. I'm sorry, Rabbi Huda ben Baba Hegid Chamisha Devarim Shemimonin Es Hakatana. So we have a situation here. Father, in general, obviously can marry off, we know from Masechta's Kedushin, can marry off her daughter. That's a, that's a Katana, that's below a certain age. But let's say the father dies. So then the father can't marry her off, but there are certain halachas where the mother or the brothers can marry her off. Now, if she wants to get out of that marriage that was done through her mother or brothers, she has to do this process called miyun. We're not going to get into it right now, but it's basically a, a shtar miyun. It's different than a get. It's called a shtar miyun. Okay, it's a different way to get out of a marriage that was done through the mothers or the brother. So in general, Bezin wouldn't necessarily... Um, uh, encourage this, but there are certain situations with Yibum and a whole, you know, certain situations with Yibum and everything where Bezim would encourage it to help the girl. And also, so there were five things again. There were five things that Rehuda Ben Baba testified on. Number one was the Miyun by the Katana, right? A Katana getting married off by her mother or uh, brother and getting, getting off of that marriage. Number two, uh, a woman that we don't want to, a certain woman, we don't want her to be in Aguna. So therefore, she can get married even through one aid. Generally, a woman needs two aid him to get married. But in certain situations, we wanted to protect the woman. So Bezdin would allow one aid in those situations. And we know there's a din that if a shor, an ox, go, uh, kills someone, then the ox is put to death. So it happened. So he testified, he saw that this halach applies to everything, even a rooster, even a chicken, a tarnagal, if it... Kill someone, then it deserves to be put to death as well. It's any chicken, not any animal, not just a shark. Halacha number four in Mesechtas Idias. Yeah, wine after 40 days has the din wine. It's considered wine. 
Okay, and number five, which is important for us, I mean, they're all important, but in this sugya, the carbon tamad of, of the morning, it can be brought it doesn't say until the fourth hour, it says in the fourth hour. We hear from that, when Rehuda says it includes the fourth hour. He says in a very interesting question. The Allah is like Rehuda, why? Because it says that, which means the chosen Masechta. Idiots. Since it says it in the chosen Masechta, that must be the Halacha. Adias is a very hush of Masechta. Now you can see why I say that one with ADD would love such a Masechta, right? We move on from topic to topic every single line. Go over the uh, the twenty minutes today. Let's see what we can do. We said that the carbon talmud in the, of, of the morning has to be brought, uh, can be brought, right, until four hours into the day and including the fourth hour. Who does this accord with? What Mishnah? The referring to the mud. The mud would melt, right, when the sun came. When the heat of the sun came in the fourth hour, the sun would melt. What do you mean that it gets really hot in the fourth hour of the day? It doesn't get really hot until the sixth hour of the day. Right? So it's because it says, right? Like the sun, like the heat of the day, which is the sixth hour. So we know that the sixth hour is the, is the time where it gets hot, and therefore that's when the munch milk. So so it's there, right? We have a difference between Cham Hashemesh and Cham Hayoim. Cham Hayoim means that it's hot everywhere. Racham HaShemesh is not quite as hot. It's a little earlier in the day where it's hot in the sun, but in the shade it could still be maybe a little cooler. So Mani, so who, whose opinion is this? It's not like the Rebbe of the Rebbe If it was like Rebbe Remember, Rebbe Yehuda holds that the morning time extends until the end of the fourth hour. Here we're saying that it was after the fourth hour. So this, right, the, the, here we're saying that the fourth hour, I'm sorry, is the afternoon. But he holds that the fourth hour is the morning. So it can't be The Rabbanon hold that the morning extends till Chatzais much later. So therefore, who's the one that holds that the fourth hour would be considered the afternoon? They both hold the fourth hour would be considered the morning. Where it says, no. No, really, it could, it could accord this price with both opinions. How? We can hold like the Rabbanon because right? that the, the morning is divided up into two separate mornings and this, when the mud melted, it was in the second half of the morning. When it was still, when it was already quite hot. Or you say it's the same concept, where he says this is the last last end of the morning, where it was already the last hour, which is the fourth hour, and it was already quite hot. Either way, we see that uh, the, the, the mun melted already in the technically, quote-unquote, the morning, but it was the morning at a point where it was already quite hot. Hot enough for the mun to melt. But everyone agrees that the sun came out and melted the, melted the mud in the fourth hour. My mashma, what does this imply? The Pesach says, What hour was it? At what time was it that the sun came out and the tzeled sainin, that's referring to the shade, the shade still cooled, meaning it was hot in the sun, but it was cool in the shade, that's the fourth hour. When it got to the sixth hour, it was so hot that even in the shade it was hot. But by the fourth hour, a little earlier in the day, it wasn't quite hot, that hot yet in the shade. It was only hot directly in the sun. So that was, so the mun would melt in the fourth hour, but only directly in the sun.
Okay, back to Mincha. Back to Mincha. Tfilas Mincha Daru said that one can daven Mincha until the night time, according to one opinion. According to the other opinion, we still plug a Mincha. Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda by Shachris, right? That one has until four hours into the day till hour to daven Shachris. Why? Since the chosen Masechta, i.e. Masechta's idias, stated the Halacha like him, so therefore the Halacha is like him. But Hacha, my, what about Mincha? Who do we go like by Mincha? So Ishtik Valay Amalamidi, he was quiet, he didn't say anything. Vilay midi. Layamar Vilay midi didn't say anything. Amarachista, Nixi Anan midi Rav, Mitzli Shil Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. Ah, I have a Raya from what Rav did. Rav would in fact daven the the Mincha, the Mairav of Shabbos on Erev Shabbos. Mibayidiyoy. Mibayidiyoy means before Shabbos started. So Shemamana al Chabira, we hear from this, that one can daven before Shkia, before nighttime. Daven Mincha before nighttime. So Adraba, Midrav Huna, but I saw the opposite from Huna. No, he wouldn't daven until it became dark outside. Therefore, we see that one has to that one can daven all up until it becomes dark. So we have conflicting stories. On the one, one story illustrates that the opinion is like Rabbi Huda, and one story illustrates that the opinion is like Rabbanon. So which one do we bring a ride from? So Now we can't say that Allah is like one or the other because we have conflicting stories. So the Gemara is going to say something very interesting, very rare. In Judaism, we know we have very strict rules and very rarely does it say the following line. The Ovid Kemar Ovid, the Ovid Kemar Ovid, do whatever you want. <laughs> you want to do what Yehuda says, you want to do what Rabbanan say, do whatever you want. Very rare in Judaism, we know that. But anyway, obviously, not meant to paskin halachas from this. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch already says you can't mix and match. If you're going to do like one, you got to stay consistent with that one. If you're going to do like the other, you got to stay consistent with that one. Then. Anyway, obviously, ask one's, everyone should ask one's local Orthodox rabbi. Rav, saw that he was davening um, the, the um, Shabbos, he was davening the Shabbos Shemana Esrei on Erev Shabbos, before nighttime. He was davening behind Rabbi Yirmiya. The Rav, the Saim Rav, oh, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yirmiya was davening behind Rav. The Saim Rav, the Loi Paski Litzluse. And Rav finished, and he didn't take his three steps back, right? So the Rabbi, the, the Rabbi Yirmiya, he didn't take his three steps back so as to go behind Rabbi Yirmiya. So as to go in front of Rabbi Yirmiya, I should say. Because Rabbi Yirmiya, again, Rabbi Yirmiya, right, imagine this, Rabbi Yirmiya was davening behind Rav. Rav is davening in front of him. So if he were to take his three steps back, then he would be in front of Rabbi Yirmiya. And as we're going to learn in a second, one's not supposed to walk in, some, in front of someone else during Shemana Esrei. Klas, he learned from this story three halachas. Rabbi Yirmiya did, that is. He learned that one can start early Shabbos. One can daven the Shabbos Shemana Esrei on Erev Shabbos. It's called Tesefes Shabbos, right? Adding on to the uh, Kedush of Shabbos. And he also learned that a Talmud can daven behind his Rebbe. And he also learned that one is not allowed to go in front of someone that is davening Shemana Esrei. Let's say this is a proof to Rishub and Levi. That one cannot, right? Rashi ben Levi says just that. He says that one cannot pass by someone stopping Shmon Esrei. So the Gemara asks, Ani, is that so? That one cannot pass by someone that's stopping Shmon Esrei? Varvami, Varvasi, Chalfi, but they would do just that. Varvami, Varvasi would pass by in front of people that were stopping Shmon Esrei. So Varvami, Varvasi, Chutz Arbaamas. No, that was different to have a It was different because they were outside of Arbaamas. Meaning, if someone is five Amus in front of someone, even if they're stopping Shmon Esrei, then they held it was okay. Just by the way, uh, side point, this Erev Shabbos that one can daven, right? 
one can start Shabbos early, it can't be before Plaga Mincha. That's the early time. But after Plaga Mincha, that's what this is referring to, right? From Plaga Mincha to Myriv, this opinion that you can start early Shabbos. That's where the, uh, the, the site for early Shabbos is. A little more. Rabbi Yirmiya, Hechi, Ovid, Hachi. How did Rabbi Yirmiya, again, Rabbi Yirmiya daven behind Rav? How was he able to do that, the Gemara asks. Turn the page. A person should never daven. Not in front of his Rebbe, not in back of his Rebbe. So that, and that's exactly what he did. The Tanya Rabbi Lazar says in a Brisa, one who davens behind his Rebbe, one who gives shalom to his Rebbe. This means that one who greets his Rebbe in the same way that he greets his Rebbe. He says, hey, what's up, bro? You know, it's not the way one greets the Rebbe. He says, Shalom Aleichem Rebbe, right? There's a proper way to greet one Rebbe. They shouldn't do it the same way they would greet their friend. But Machsa Shalom Rebbe, one who responds Shalom to his Rebbe in the same way they would respond to their friend. Or one who argues on the authority, on the position of the Rebbe. Someone who, who failed to mention that they didn't hear this from their Rebbe. Gairim, all these things. Gairim l'shechina shetistakel shetistalek mi Yisrael. All these things caused the Shekhinah to be removed from Kal Yisrael. What was included in this? Not davening behind one's Rebbe. And yet we saw Rabbi Yirmiya did just that. He davened behind Rav. How was he able to do this? He was removing the Shekhinah from Kal Yisrael. So my answer is, and we'll finish with this, Shani Rabbi Yirmiya bar Ava, the Talmud Chavar Haba. Rabbi Yirmiya bar Ava was different because he was both a Talmud and a friend of Rav. So because he was both a Talmud and friend, he was special in that way. So he was able to daven behind Rav. Shkoyach, everyone. We'll stop there on the top of Chof Zayin Amud Base.